Good morning. It's Friday and it's time for the internet sensation sweeping, well, it's not sweeping anything yet. The John and Dave Show is live here on Instagram. Welcome. I hope you're having a nice Friday morning, a good start to your day. Just did a very serious workout with my workout crew. I'll probably complain about it just a tiny bit during the course of today's John and Dave show. So stay tuned. That'll be fun. Where's John Acuff? Do we know, uh, do we know where uh, our, our host with the most is? The man with the questions? The, the guy who knows all, including bacon. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the handsome, the one and only, Mr. John Hey! Acuff. Hey, there he is. Look there he us. is. Look at us. Oh, wait a second. Do you have a job interview later? You're wearing a button-up shirt. I, I was just on a podcast, and I I put this on, and I have a T-shirt underneath, and I was like, I don't have time because it's complicated. And the people aren't ready for that. Maybe a Saturday night show, I take the shirt off, but let's let's pump the – it's Friday morning. It's, it's Friday, Friday. Morning. You look very handsome. Honestly, yeah. you could be the manager anywhere. So I yeah. hope you get it. Whatever it is, I hope like you get it. you feel like a mattress warehouse? Like I could I could sell you a mattress right now? Like, oh, what do you think? We got them in foam. What's your sleep number? Yeah, that's the oh, thing that you yeah. would say. It's amazing. Yeah, based on how you're standing, you look like a 72 to me. I don't mean to be forward, but you look like a 72. Am I right? You like it firm? Like, no, I don't. Good times. Good times. How's the week been? Good, dude. Good. What day are you on for your 30-day challenge? Uh, today's day four of our 30-day challenge. If you haven't heard, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, sweeping the garage gym uh, over here to my right. We are for 30 days, very simple challenge. Move your body for 30 to 45 minutes, keep a food journal, just track what you eat, and then find some way to track how body movement and fuel makes you feel, affects your body, something so you can see cause and effect. And uh, we're gonna do it for 30 straight days, so. I love it, I love it. Day four, what's been the hardest part so far? Uh, today, was, today was hard. Well, what's interesting is we're trying to mix it up a little bit so that we don't get into anything rhythm-wise that feels like we're mailing it in. Today we did a very hard uh, concentration of individual activity, back to back to back, 15 reps of a single muscle thing. And it was, whoo, very difficult. Thank you very much. Nice. Um, but so far it hasn't, it's not, the, the good news about a challenge, it's never hard on day four. No, it's day four you my, still feel like, we're doing it. We're yeah. doing it. We're doing it. It's great. Everything's what's fine. What's the suckiest day for you of a challenge? 30-day challenge. What's the day where it's like, that was a stomach punch normally? Is it like day 11? It's like 10. Yeah, I was going to say 10 or 11. Because yeah. like, honestly, you're not at the halfway point. You're like starting to get some fatigue. Sometimes when you're hoping to grab a community and have them jump into okay. a, you know, a challenge with you, you're like, are the, is this thing still on? Are people still actually yeah. you know, motivated yeah. to do it? But yeah. it's been rad. I love it. I love it. Well, I told you, I texted you and said, last time we did one of these, my wife was like, Dave was so much better on camera. You rushed right into the questions. She was like, Dave is good at the warming up the crowd. And I was like, oh, okay. Because oh, apparently we're last week, a conversation I was like, here. I yeah, see yeah, this. I was like, oh, okay. Like two, but okay. I, I see what you're saying. And I texted you that and you said that she's going to get part of um, our Golden Globe. Oh, when well, she's fun. an executive producer already. She's yeah. giving notes. We love that. Keep yeah, when Tonal, when Tonal finally sponsors us and we get out on some oh. of the award circuits. I mean, it's hard for us to even put our names in for some of the awards without, like, without money. Look, there you go. Look. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the John and Dave show sponsored by our friends at Tonal. Not yet, but Tonal, if you're listening, we need a sponsor. 
Tonal Studio. To the Tonal Studio. Joining us in the Tonal Studio, Ooh, Dave Wallace. The Tonal Studio. I like that. Yeah, see. Yeah, it's all about branding. It's all about branding. Well, no, my week's been awesome. Tons of podcasts. Still talking about that book a lot. Still got um, that banner. Yeah, got that banner. What? I do that every time. Somebody goes, you got a big banner? I go, what? That? I do the same, the same joke. Do you have a joke you do over and over and over? You know what's weird? I'm, it's an unconscious thing if I do, so I don't know it until I do it. I mean, yeah. I, I, I say, like, I'm here for that a lot. I say, yeah. let's oh, go Oh, yeah, what are your phrases? I'm here for that. What else? Uh, I mean, I say, let's go a ton. Uh, so I, I think I find myself kind of going back to things like that, but it's not something yeah. that I'm even conscientious of. I'm sure there are people on the internet that would drag me for all the things I say all the time. Yeah, somebody the other day, um, they're maybe like 28 and I was on their podcast and they said, one of the things I love about you is your dad jokes. And I was like, <laughs> like, cause they were young enough to not know a dad doesn't want to know that, you know, like they were like, I love your dad jokes. Cause I thought we were peers. And then I was like, Oh, and then I, mean, yep. I was like, I'm old. Like we have like, I get easily confused. Like if I felt a thousand years old and they meant it as a compliment. And I was like, Oh, no dad wasn't like you know what i love is your dad bod like oh like when you add dad to any phrase it becomes lame when you're like dad shoes new balance like it's no. not good no yeah. uh yeah bless up is a thing i say i see that in the comments i did notice uh when i was doing a string of stories that i said all right at the beginning of every story not like in a cool mcconaughey kind of way just like yeah, right. all right and then yeah. when you like watch them in order you're like does this person have a problem? Like, I clearly have an all right thing that happens. Right. Whatever, yeah. it is what it is. What is a string of stories? What is that? What is a that? string, a string of stories. String. Just, I thought you, know, you said you put, a string you know. of stories. I was well, like, what kind of poetry is he's doing on the side that I don't even know I'll, about? We'll make a string of stories a thing. We, it just yeah, hasn't yeah. been invented yet. Yeah, Tonal could sponsor that. So <laughs> I feel good about our initial ground covering of Chit Chat. It feels I do like too, though I have to make a quick confession. What's that? I haven't cooked the bacon yet. Really? But you opened it. I opened the box. Yeah. Now here's the thing. If you get a if you get a box of bacon from uh, who who is it from? Benton's. Benton's bacon. Number one, the male people knew that I got this bacon because the smell is yeah. coming through the packaging. So good. John sent me bacon. Very, very excited to get this bacon. Yeah. I get the box and I'm like, oh, the smoky mountains are actually inside oh, of the so box. So good. So good. Open up the box. And as I'm taking them out of oh, the box, uh, the smell of the bacon may be still on my hands from two days ago. I'm not sure. Yeah. The packaging yeah. does not contain the smell. Yeah. But my kids aren't back until Sunday. And I just yeah. felt guilty about cooking four pounds of bacon for myself. It's probably too much. It, it probably... feels like a thing I have to share. So uh, yeah. Sunday is going to be the day. So my wife, who's a Southerner, said, make sure he saves the fat. He said, she said, that is the greatest fat for recipes going forward. Oh, like so the, grease, the, oh, the grease out of the pan. Yeah, the grease out of the pan. She's like, that is, she said, I don't, I know he's not a southerner, so I don't know if he knows that. I said, so she was like, make I sure he knows. I the fat all the time. I didn't know what you meant. Now yeah, I not in a, in a can. I get it. In a jar, in a mason yeah, jar. You live in Texas now. There's probably mason jars that grow on trees. Like, Oh, yeah, you, know, you walk out back and you're like, oh, is that a mason jar? Yes, it is. Exactly. They roll around like tumbleweed. They're like, oh, the, the mason jars are coming in. Done. 
Well, I feel I feel fine about that confession. I've never mailed somebody bacon before, so that was a fun experience. Um, I feel like we're closer, so thank you. I need to, I need to yeah. mail you something now because you've now sent me a book and bacon. I need two, the two things are coming back that, your way. That's a good combo, a book and bacon. That's a, that feels like an indie band. Like uh, By the way, I had a kickoff uh, marketing conversation for the next book. We came up with some ideas, and one of the ideas, I hate to invite myself to your back patio, is... I am going to take my little patio of peace idea to the patios of people that I love, right. and we are going to experience the peace of their back patio That's together. That's great. So get ready. I'm coming now. Great. It's right. I'm I want to see that pop-up right tent out back. Oh, that'd be so fun. And yeah. that comes out in October? New book is October? October, yeah. We're going to, bl again, bludgeon people until it does, but it'll be amazing. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to bludgeon? What? 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I already. I was talking to Heidi. I said, you know what? I think I actually have to ask John about his banner guy because yeah, it's, it's a not, legit I'm banner. Probably poke fun it's at a it. A lot of yeah. It's legit I'm gonna need a banner. banner. Yeah. So I'm excited about the book, but I'm also excited. Segway. Seven questions. I have Dave. I need to tell you, we're up to fifty-seven, which is pretty exciting. In the process, I highlight the ones I've already asked you. So I, there's no repeats. This is pure fresh content. So you don't, nobody wants a rerun. We're too early to be in syndication. Nah. We're going to get there. Yeah. We're going to TBS. Come on. Knock on that door. <laughs> Is TBS right, still working? Never mind. Keep going. All right. You ready for the first one? I'm ready. We're going real ridiculous right out of the gate. Do you think water parks have to have that many used Band-Aids everywhere? <laughs> like, is it, is it a law? Is it like the Water Park Federation of America? There's a minimum number of loose floating used You know what's interesting about Band-Aids in pools slash water parks is that water is so dirty already and you are not drawn to that as a thing you are not aware of until you see the Band-Aid. You're like, oh, there's Band-Aids in here. This is people soup. Everything else is in here. Yeah, no, I think yeah. there's probably some kind of minimum threshold if you want to have an operating license that requires that you have at least 14 <laughs> to 17 floating so band-aids. On all. the final walkthrough, there's a guy with a clipboard that's like, ooh, a full knee band-aid. That's, that's next level. Good for the, you. The big band-aids, truly, that takes us to the next level because you know there's a scab. That probably if you were going to open and now people are in the water. If you were going to open a water park, would that be one of your selling features? Would be less band-aids than you're used to like huge wave pool amazing slides very few band-aids 30 percent fewer band-aids than what you experienced at that wild water thing oh. down the road okay um this one this one's fun what's the dumbest thing you did in college do you want it alphabetically or chronologically oh yeah but exactly <laughs> by like what year what year of my and i have a couple of mine that when you share yours i'll share mine and yeah well i mean the dumbest thing was also one of the best things, but I, I can look back now with the objectivity of my desire for my children to not repeat any of what happened while I was pledging a fraternity because I became great friends. I had a, I had, I just had a ton of fun and it developed a whole host of things that made me go from boy to a little tiny bit closer to man. I wasn't a man when I graduated, but like closer. And yet the things that they had us do, I now look back and I'm like, that is embarrassing. It's terrible. Yeah. It's, it's illegal. Like there were <laughs> yeah. things that just, yeah. and I've told stories now every once in a while to my kids just to kind of make them laugh. And then halfway through the story, I'm like, nope, 
never mind. This this didn't actually happen. I'm making it up, and I don't ever want you to repeat it. That is a funny. Have you, you know, like when you have to punch out of a story in the middle because you recognize the person you're talking about is you, and you don't like that person. You're like, oh, like punch out Maverick. Like you do the you Done. pull the ejector Eject. of the story, and you go, you guys want pancakes? Like you offer some distraction. Like that's so good, dude. My dumbest thing was I got into raves um senior year so yo yeah i was really into raves uh yeah i did that with glow sticks a hundred percent like we would go to the camping department section in walmart because glow sticks this was t different times they weren't available and shiny clothing and it was really i was dating a girl who was into raves and like if she had been into country music i would have had a rodeo belt buckle so like it didn't matter and I got into raves and would go to warehouses in the middle of the night and, and dance with glow sticks. And it's not, it's not my best look. Can I tell you, though, this is a very interesting thing. It, this last year, where the world has been, you know, like, oh, it's not the way that you think it's going to go. Mm -hmm. I have very intentionally tried to say yes to things that I might normally say no to. Yeah. I will be attending Burning Man with Heidi in September, a thing that I would have never said yes to. It wasn't idea. A buddy from high school actually was like, hey, we're getting an RV, we're going to Burning Man. I was like, yes. Wow, that's amazing. That's that's on the list. That's on the list of like- I'm gonna go live in the yes dirt. Yeah, that's, are you gonna build something? Like, don't I, you have to- I don't know what you do there. I'm, I, I have worn button up polo shirts for most of my life. I'm gonna walk in, they're gonna be like, you're the one that we're trying to burn down, brother. Get on out of here. Wear one of your suits, like your old Disney suits, and do like a David, uh, the guy from, you know, what's the band? Um, the Cars. No, yeah. not the Cars. That's Rick uh, Talking Heads. Do the there Talking Heads. There could be something like, very cathartic about bringing a suit that I haven't worn since the Disney days and then like destroying it, tearing it off, like having it slowly disintegrate into the dust of that... BlackRock. I feel like we're brainstorming. This just got into a Burning Man brainstorm session, which I didn't have on the notes. Like on my notes, I didn't have Burning Man brainstorm session. Question two. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That is amazing. All right, question um, question number 44, I, which is three. I own too many pairs of headphones. What's something you own too many of? Like right now in your life, you know what? You're like, not the bacon. You just, I sent you four pounds of bacon. That's not on you. But what's something you own too many of? I hate to go like directly out of what we just talked about, but I am uh, this next week, I have committed to cleaning out my entire closet because as I was standing inside of it, I recognize that I haven't worn most of what's in there. And I decided that I'm going to move uh, from one closet to another closet. And what is inside of there that I have way too many of are the suits. I am never, I mean, like, I'll keep a couple because maybe sure. I'll go to a, a wedding that requires funerals. Them. Funerals, people like funerals. funerals yeah, yeah, I'll go to a funeral in a suit yeah. if it's required. But yeah. I... Uh, I don't need suits. And I have 25 suits because that was all I wore for uh, more than a decade. So suits is the thing. That's boring. Um, I mean, like what I probably have a lot of that 
uh, I don't need all of. I, I'm a sports memorabilia human, and I, I have a ton of baseball cards. And so you know, moving, moving cards from house to house is like one of those things where you're like, oh, we're going to do this again? Yeah, we're going to do this again. I think at a certain time, I need to uh, maybe wean some of the collection. How are, they, how are they stored? Are they in plastic sleeves? Like, what's your... Sleeves, cases. Yeah. I mean, there's some stuff that's, like, the super nice stuff isn't super, like, great protective things. There's yeah, a bunch yeah, yeah. of graded cards. They have these services that grade cards, tell you if they're in good condition. It's huge right now. Gary uh -huh. Vee's all over baseball Huge, cards. yeah. Um, and then there's just a bunch of cardboard boxes. So okay. it's just, like, there's stacks and stacks of boxes of stuff that you know, is important to me, worth very little, and means nothing to most people. Yeah, follow-up question. Will you be listening while you clean out the closet to M&M's cleaning out my closet? There's we nothing else that you can. You have to put it on a loop, period. Is there, I mean, you got two songs to choose from. R. Kelly stuck in the closet and Eminem. I mean, like, when it comes we to closet... We, we can't listen to R. Kelly anymore, so I, mean, I don't know why you'd bring him up. I, some... I actually, like, here's the thing that I do. I grab Hulu. I search CIA movie, I put it on in the background, something yeah. dramatic is happening yeah. with a spy while I am moving clothes from thing to, to, to thing, yeah. Do you Here. like revenge movies? Oh yeah. Yeah. I watched last night a movie, we went to the movie theater for the first time in nobody? like Nobody, did you years. watch Nobody? Nobody. I am so jealous of you right now. It was spectacular. Oh, it looks great. It looks Guess so what? good. And we were in a theater where it was just us and a man named John. He came from LA, it turns out. And we befriended him. And collectively, the three of us gave the film six thumbs up. So, I mean, That's... it's amazing. Did you know he wrote that about something that happened to him? I know. I heard about that because of a, a podcast he was on, the Smartless, po Smartless podcast that uh, Bateman does with uh, Will Arnett and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Hayes. Anyway, he was on there talking about the movie, which was the reason why I wanted to see it in the first place. Dude, I love a revenge movie. Favorite category, revenge movies. John Wick, Man on Fire. You seen Man on Fire? Oh, love, love. Even Taken to Me is a revenge movie. I, I'm just, I'll, I'll oh, love perfect, perfect. I love this. All right, yeah. next question. What, um, what size do you think my head is? Do you feel like I have a big head, like physically? No, like, I. No, you, I think that you have just a, a beautifully fit to your body. It helps uh, protect that beautiful head of hair. It, your head looks normal. Why is your head big? I'm buying a hat. I've decided oh. to buy a hat. And I was looking online and I thought I needed a medium. And my wife, this was this morning. This is a fresh question. Ooh. This is right out of the gate. She measured my head and she thinks I need an XL. And I wouldn't say that I feel like I'm walking around with an XL head. And I was like, I'm going to ask my buddy Dave. I'm getting a second opinion on my head size right now. Your head looks so normal. And now the only thing I can see is your massive forehead. Ooh, you think it's a forehead that's doing I'm, all the damage? I'm joking. I think your, you think I, your head looks perfect uh, to me. Here's the uh, thing. I have no gauge of how tall you are. You could be 7'7". Seven, seven. You could be 4'6". Let's go with that. I, I don't know. That. Let's go with that. Have some, has somebody ever made a comment about some part of you that then you thought about constantly? They were like, yeah, you have weird fingers. And then like for the next 10 years, you were like, they are weird. I remember walking across the middle school, like open area from one class to the next. And a girl walked up to me. I had a zit right here on my nose. Yeah. And she came up and said, hey, look at you, Rudolph. And for like, Maybe uh, the next, what was I, like 16? So the next 30 years, all I think about is how red my nose is because 
a girl named Jessica, when I was 16, I guess I was in high school, uh, said that my nose was red and I just can't, I can't shake it. Thank you, Jessica, you son of a yeah. gun. Yeah, I, uh, there's a guy named Joshua who told me I had repeated a joke on Twitter. Apparently I should have checked the 80,000 other tweets I had done before I released this new one that I had already done that joke nine months ago. I didn't know he was keeping track. And now whenever I write a joke, I have this voice in my head that's like, you better make sure it's good that Josh is gonna be pissed. And I was like, and the joke wasn't even that big. Like the joke was if I was an NFL player, I'd never wanna be in an article that involved the phrase outside a club. Cause it's never good. It's never, never good. helped some homeless, saved an orphan. Like, never. It's never good. And never. I still think I'm like, Joshua, you son of a... All right. Last question. Um, this one's a pretty fun one, I feel like. Do you think that you, today, with the current set of skills you have, do you think you could cut down a tree with a chainsaw? Like a good-sized tree? Well, this is what's dangerous with me. I, I mean, of course, my answer immediately to any question, literally, you could have said anything is, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I could. And... The, Walk the, me through the process. Where are you getting the chainsaw? Are you are you watching YouTube? Are you, do you have a logger friend? You're like, oh, logger Smith. I'll call him. Oh wait, see, this is also a, like a problem in my steps because I normally just head on over to the depot. Yeah. I pick up a chainsaw. Never watch a single instructional video. Don't even read the instructions on the side of the box. Just fire it up. Fire. Yank, yank the cord. Yank the cord, because I figure, well, I think I saw a lumberjacking show on ESPN at 4 a.m. one time when I couldn't sleep. Yeah. I feel like I've got a pretty good handle on this. Yeah. And then it's only when the tree is landing on the house where I'm like, oh, there's a nuance to this I didn't understand. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm weird. I was, I'll tell you, I, was, uh, I wanted to get a, a basketball hoop for my kids. And so... I get this basketball hoop. It's full of instructions. It's a very, like, I got a very serious basketball hoop. Mm -hmm. And I'm building it. And there's a time where you have to install the glass, like NBA professional glass backboard to this very tall stand because it's a basketball hoop. Yeah. And I don't look at the instructions. I'm just like, oh, I think I've got a hang of this. And I balanced it on a piece of cardboard that the actual hoop came in I went over to grab a sip of my LaCroix and I came back and that glass backboard was now smashed on my driveway oh. instructions and myself we just we, have, we we just never have had a great relationship and uh it's Were why you I was tempted to take a photo as if you had dunked so hard you broke the backboard did you think about did that cross your mind no there was a lot I was experiencing a lot of uh, dad shame as my son was like what did you do? And I'm like, oh, geez. That's where you go. Build, you just you have to switch. Them. Sell them backboards are for sissies. You got to all switch. All net. This is an all net family. No backboards. No backboards. We how still got a rim. Tiger mom. Tiger mom, that kid would be like, we you still got a rim, son? Yeah, exactly. You think everybody can afford a backboard? There's kids. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, flip it. Do one of those like judo moves where you flip it on them. That is exactly. so funny. Do you think, though, that. Like, would you tie a rope to the tree? Would you know to do that? I didn't even know that there was rope. Yeah. The, the reason I ask is that when I was out of college living with my parents, uh, my dad, a neighbor wanted to cut down some trees and said, we'll pay for all the trees to be cut down. My dad was like, we'll cut them down ourselves, which was mistake number one. And then he tied what felt like dental floss to the tree, the thinnest of ropes. And my job was to pull 
1,200 pounds of lumber moving to the earth at a rapid speed. Like it was me versus gravity. And it was right. And so he made the cut wrong and he starts screaming at me, pull, pull, pull. And I'm like, I'm pulling as hard as I can, but you can't really change the direction of a tree with your hands. And it lands right on our neighbor's roof. The neighbors who had volunteered to pay to have the trees cut down. And not only did it land on their roof, it landed on our ladder and bent our ladder so badly we had to borrow somebody else's ladder to go up and clean their roof before they got home. And it was, so I have, that's why I'm always curious because Home Depot will sell you a, like they'll sell you a chainsaw, no questions asked. Isn't no that questions. crazy? Right? There's a you lot should have of to carve something in the back. Not like, as should, dangerous. Should have to carve you, something? Yeah, no, there's a lot of things that are like more dangerous or less dangerous that you don't have to, you know, that you have to do a little bit of like background checking on or have a conversation about. Not chainsaw this. in and out. And I can get a chainsaw today. I could own one in an hour. I saw someone right ask, would you, would you use a gas or an electric chainsaw? Gas. Well, yeah, I, don't, I don't even know that you there, know there was Come on. What kind of a tree are we chopping down? You got to have a gas one. You, how long do you want it to take? Like, it's like going to be like a Tesla where you can only do three rings at a time and you have to wait and do three no. more. And it, no, it's not. That's not even a real question. No. I love that people ask questions. Um, everybody keeps saying, read the manual. You got to read the manual. That is fantastic. I love doing this. It's always super fun. These questions go by so quickly. They do. I them off. I've got so many more questions. Um, let's do one last bonus one because I think we have time. Bonus question. We didn't even tell people ahead of time we were doing this. You came for five. You're getting six. That's I thought just... we were doing seven anyway. So now I'm confused. Oh, is it seven? Well, okay. Well, then maybe that was, I'm that, was, that was advertised. We got two more. What's the last thing you splurged on? You were like, you know what? I splurged on that thing. I love this baseball game on PlayStation and a PlayStation five came out and you cannot get a PlayStation five. Uh, okay. So I splurged and bought one off of eBay from somebody who gouged the price up, like doubled the price. But I was like, you know what? If I'm going to be here at this house without kids half the time, and I yep. love this game, I'm going to go ahead and splurge on that. I got myself a PlayStation five. I actually had to call Heidi. I was like, Heidi, I got bad news for you. Just so you know, there's a new part of our family. Uh, I got a PlayStation 5. So if I'm unavailable, I am playing this video game. Thank you very much. You laughed. That is amazing. So that's what you splurged on. So yeah. you didn't do the thing where, like, I got up at 2 a.m., I punched a stranger to buy the PlayStation. Like, I knocked down an old lady, but it was important because I got a PlayStation. On the day that it came out, I did go online. I was like, oh, I'll do what you do. I went and just, like, typed in no. doo -doo 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 -doo, PlayStation no. 5. And it was like, no. Yeah. Out. Thank you. They're all out. Well, yeah. people are telling me I got the number wrong. Um, there's just a lot of pressure when you're thinking about sponsors and ratings. I and don't want like, you to be hard on yourself, John. You continue to carry <laughs> the entire team on your back with the questions. That is not if true. It's five or seven, don't matter. I'm just saying the kids came for seven. Well, we got we got one more, one more to uh, ask. Um, let's see. I've already asked that. I got one about machetes, but that feels close to chainsaws. Um, let's see. Oh. Okay. What's a food you were wrong about as a kid? So as a kid, you were like, screw tomatoes. And now I know you're it. like, you know what? I'm I know down it. with tomatoes. I went to dinner. Uh, I went to dinner with my pastor, this great guy, Jason. Uh, we ate at this place that had oysters. I was, I see it on the menu. If I'm at a place where they're selling oysters, I don't care how far we are from the ocean. I don't care if yeah. it's got a C in the window. Don't matter. I am getting oysters. But when I was growing up, oysters were literally the worst thing that you could possibly eat. So here we are, table of four, double date. 
hey, uh, who all wants to have oysters? Not a single person. So I was like, I'm going to need a dozen. I will have a dozen oysters. So that didn't even phase you. You were like, y'all are wrong. Oh. I'm doing oysters. You're going to miss out. Here's the thing. There was a time where like social, like it being okay, taking a cue from the rest of the table saying like, I don't know, man, oysters, the taste or the, the, the texture, or I don't know, man, we are far from an ocean, would have probably swayed me. Not now. No, I'd eat no. oysters and be no. the only person on the planet eating them. And I would love it. Oysters are amazing. Oysters are fantastic. Indian River and Apalachicola, uh, best oysters in the country. Like 80% of oysters come from there. Hold on. Aren't they great? No. They're amazing. Wrong. <laughs> they're, they're, amazing. Like, they're slimy and chewy and there's nothing to You don't them. chew them. They're not bubble gum. Well, you have to like load them with seasoning to make them palatable. They are the best yeah, yeah, thing. You have to put toppings on pizza to make pizza great too, but we don't complain about pizza. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, geez. They're, here's the thing. They're amazing. I love them. I would eat them every single day. W one question, since you love uh, oysters, when they have a variety of oysters, do you choose to get a mix-match pair or do you pick a single oyster? No, no, no. I'm going, like, Let's let's do the range. Let's do a flight. I don't even know if they do flights of oysters because they're they're water. I creatures. do a flight too. Oh no no, I do a flight too. And then sometimes I'm like, oh man, I wish I had not gotten this small guy because sometimes they bring me that small East Coaster, and I'm like, you know what? No. I'm gonna need a big, huge oyster. Thank you very much. Horseradish for days. Like, days. I'm oh, still so sweating from two nights ago. Still so good. I'm I'm just proud of you, Dave, that you resisted Heidi's peer pressure. Um, and you were, Heidi, if you could stay out of that for a second, please. Um, you resisted Heidi's peer pressure and you, you went on, you said, I'm going to be full Dave Hollis, not part Dave Hollis, no fractional it's Dave me. Hollis, all Dave Hollis. I'm at this table, voices are happening and you did it. You overcame and I am proud of you. We, very we, proud of you. We have been doing this interesting thing uh, <laughs> called breath bites which uh, if, you know, someone's taking a bite of something. So like I had a piece of garlic bread and I was like, you need to have a bite of this if oh, yeah. we're gonna actually have a smooch yeah, later. Yeah. Uh, oyster breath bites didn't happen. So She wasn't even like, she was like, nope, doesn't matter. Nope, you can keep it all to yourself, sir. Thank but you very much. But isn't she from like the desert? Do I have that right? That she's from the desert? She's from the desert. I yeah, so, desert. yeah, so like I would never give you cactus advice. That'd be unfair. <laughs> so I won't. <laughs> I won't expect you to give me oyster advice. That's just fair. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if I were like, if I was like, tell me about Gia monsters, I'd be like, tell me about that. Um, <laughs> tell me about sand. Rattlesnakes. Um, dry heat. Rattlesnakes. Yeah. So yeah, we'll. That'll be the exchange. Good. Good. I'm glad we worked <laughs> this out. Heidi, I feel better already. Expertise. Yes. Yeah, I feel better already. Well, Dave, this has been a blast. I this episode. This episode went by very fast, John. It did. It did. And I'm, I, I gotta tell you, I'm down for next week. Um, and oh, I'm this, down. Will be a, this will be a special one because I'll actually be in Dallas. So it'll what? be, it'll be a Texas to Texas conversation. Let's so, go. I yeah, am so beautiful. Oh, I'm going to be in Florida. So it'll be, it'll a be a so somebody will be in Texas. You're going to be in Texas holding the fort down. I'll be in Florida. It'll, it, right. It's still going to be magic. Here's my promise. I will remember the Alamo. All right. I will remember the out. That is my promise to you. It's my promise to Heidi. It's my promise to hello guys. Um, that's what a lot of people are commenting. So awesome, awesome stuff. Dave, have a fantastic rest of your Friday. Thank you, sir. So fun to see you. All right. Love you, brother. Bye, have a great week. Have a great see weekend. Guys.